All right, we're rolling. We are rolling. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. Long time no see. Uh, a few months. A few months. You got a new fresh haircut. You're looking like a stoic, bro. Yeah, I'm a little slick back. You know what I'm saying? I look, like it. Look like uh, a little bit like Marcus Aurelius bust. There you go. Yeah. That's a good bust to look like. It is a good bust to look like. Dude, how's it been? What's new? It's been good. Anything new? Anything exciting? No. Uh, I'll be uh, in Puerto Rico next month. Really? Uh huh. What are you doing in Puerto Rico? I'm going on vacation with the old lady. Oh, what's who's the old lady? Is it the same one? It's the same one. Yeah. Going what on, happened? Going strong. Okay, so we've got to figure out. Well, it's the new. This is a new one. Okay. Obviously, it's a Puerto Rican woman. Nah, nah. Fuck that hoe. I thought we were about to get some info. Nah, nah, nah. Have you heard you. anything from the old one at all? I'm not concerned with the old one at all. Disappeared off the map. Gone. Oh, Man. makes posts on fucking Facebook, but doesn't give a shit. You want a cigar? Oh, sure, I'll take that. Hit it up. My man. Dude, it's so good to see you. Nice to see you too, brother. I don't think the audio popped out. You good. So, we got a, I got a couple, I kind of last minute got some topics together. Have you heard about the stuff that's going on in France? The protests? Yeah. Yeah. Enlighten me. What Do you know anything about it, about this... Nahel Merzuk guy. Is this another George Floyd? I feel like it's another George Floyd. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. Getting some cigars together. Pass me that cutter over there. All right. Thank you, sir. Do you, have, do, you, do you know any information? All I've got is that this guy, Nahel Merzuk, was... It doesn't sound very French. I mean, but you never know because we've had a lot of, uh, you know, we've had a lot of Hispanic white supremacists moving around. We've had a lot of is, Islamic white supremacists. It's, you know, you, you can identify pretty much as any, any race and be a white supremacist nowadays. Is it running out of fluid? Oh, no bueno. Okay. Yep. Hit it up. Yeah. Yes, sir. If you want to improve your health, smoke cigars. They're good for you. Right, Daniel? As long as you don't inhale the smoke and give yourself emphysema, you'll be okay. That's right. God damn it. It's tough. It's tough to stop, huh? I've been, uh, I've kind of been on a little bit of journey myself, and and I'm trying to stop all the, all the profanity and the, uh, and uh, you know, saying the Lord's name in vain. I've really. Well, that one's pretty bad. That's yes. well, that's more agree. I'm bold enough to say that's a little bit more egregious than the fuck word. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, cussing itself isn't bad, but definitely saying the Lord's name in vain is uh, no good. Especially those two, right? Like, it's, it's, uh, um, I don't want to call it evoking. Yeah. But it's outwardly asking the Almighty to do... uh, condemn something to damnation yeah which is pretty serious by the way as you move you can bring this with you this thing moves around however you want it to 
I did not realize the mic swayed. Yeah, there we go. So, it, do you do you know anything? I'm just kind of reading up on Wikipedia. I don't know a whole lot, but I'm very interested because it seems a bit like a another George Floyd, and Klaus Schwab is coming out of the WEF and he's saying a lot of uh, wild stuff that has to do with social credit scores. It and, it absolutely could be, but I'm gonna have to look into it. I really just heard about the French police mm-hmm. killing somebody and it's racist because you know he's a migrant but whatever yeah they were already protesting because of a a change to the pension plan what's the change they moved the retirement age from back or forward it originally was 62 years old which nowhere else in europe is is it 62 years old so they moved it from 62 to 67 to get in line with the rest of the european standard yeah there were riots over that who was rioting? Certainly not 60-year-olds. No. Young people that... It's always young people. Yeah. They don't have jobs. Well, they do bullshit jobs. Like, they're cashiers for fucking three days a week or something. Survivor jobs. Well, Klaus Schwab is trending on Twitter talking about, uh, I guess, I don't know. Okay. So, I have a question for you. What's that? Do you think some of the things that go on in our society, mm-hmm. I try to not, I try to dial back my mm-hmm. conspiratorial mind a little bit. Yeah. Some of the things that go on in society, do you think it's opportunists or do you think that these things are manufactured, such as COVID, such as George Floyd? Do you think it's manufactured or do you think that these things are just opportunists kind of taking their shot. Column A, column B. A little both. bit of both. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. I think it's definitely possible that COVID was uh, a manufactured probably well, more than uh, George Floyd. The The virus was certainly manufactured. It was made in a fucking lab. Yeah, it was literally manufactured. Literally made in a lab. And based on the method they used in the gain-of-function research, a yeah. literal bioweapon yeah. based on the definition of what is a biological weapon. Hmm. It's crazy, bro. But I try not to let the conspiratorial because we we don't know and we'll never really know. No. 100%. Just like we'll never know who uh is on Epstein's black box. Dude, that's crazy. That's insane. Well, I I mean, it's obvious why at this point. Oh, yeah, because it's all the people that it's we It's literally know everybody that's in power right now or a part of the both governing and bureaucratic apparatus. And the elites. Yeah, the elites. That's insane. That's absolutely bananas. And so Ghislaine Maxwell just got charged, mm-hmm. and there's no, there's no recipient of the, the sex trafficking. There's only the sender, not the receiver. Yeah. How is this? I don't understand. I feel like we're living in a world right now that we just kind of, we go around and we're trying to, uh, like, we're so, uh, everybody is pretty much like, people want simple things. Like, we want to go to work, we want to spend time with our family, like, and they know this, but we just kind of sacrifice our morality and, like, the things that we care about and our values because we don't want to stir up any waters and... Yeah, for convenience. For convenience, yeah. 
But it's like that's such a short term. Uh, that's such a short term way to go about things. Yes, it so, is. It is wrong, and everybody's just blindly just going along to get along. That blows my mind, bro. Well, I mean, I mean, bread and circuses. Well, that too, but it's just how it is, right? So, twenty percent of any given society is pure sinners. Yeah. Twenty. The other twenty, another twenty is pure saints, and then, uh, the other sixty just goes along to get along. Be just goes along with the cultural norms. That's insane. And I was kind of thinking about this in, uh, I went to church this morning and I love my church, but it seems like, uh, I listen to things on YouTube. I'm kind of leaning in towards Catholicism just because of the thinkers and things right now. I go to a Baptist church and I love the church and I love the message, but sometimes I feel like the preacher can't get to, they can't go too far below the surface level. Like they Mm -hmm. can't really dive into certain words and their translations and the things that I enjoy sort of reading about because the vast majority of people in there are looking for a surface level sort of uh, message a cursory thing yeah instead of a deep dive I feel like a lot of people are doing things just to feel good and not to would one of these thinkers be uh, St. Thomas Aquinas Thomas Aquinas Tom- uh, is he St. Thomas Aquinas yeah. okay um, St. Augustine St. Augustine St. Augustine yeah. yeah the city of God is this yeah. big novel? I need to dig into that yeah. one. And he largely wrote that. Uh, oh God, I th- I'm gonna misquote this probably that a lot of the uh, what's biblical is more allegorical than literal. Yeah, yeah, especially in the Old Testament. There's a um, there's a guy that I follow on YouTube, uh, Doctor Ro- or uh, Doctor Jesus, Robert Barron. Yeah, it's actually Bishop Robert Bishop, Barron. Yeah. And he um, he talks a lot about there's a when you move from like Genesis into Exodus there there's a difference because it's like the Bible is a essentially a library so all these different books are gonna have different genres just like you wouldn't go to a normal library and expect it all to be literal mm-hmm. like you don't look at Moby Dick and take that as a biographical like it's not a biography or an instruction manual to well, it's, I think it actually is a biography, but it's not an instruction manual on how to hunt whales. You know, it's it's a no. difference of genre. Yeah. So when we look at Genesis, this was an allegory. And the accuracy for Genesis that relates so much with evolution is like mind-blowing. That yeah. these people knew these things back then. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh God, uh, the Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. It was theorized by a Catholic theologian. Yeah. 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 A lot of the science today, like, we have this idea in our head of, like... The church being, uh, oh, God, what is the word? The antithesis of science. Yes, but there's a specific word I'm thinking of. It's lost to me. It'll come back to me later. Well, yeah, we have the the idea that, like, if if you hear somebody say evolution, they believe in evolution, then it makes you want to automatically come to the conclusion that they probably don't believe in God. Yeah. And that's so... Or atheists will use it as a, a, a refutation. Yeah, as yeah. if we don't like live with mor- morals that 
not only probably wouldn't have been evolved, even if they were through the argument on that is like our morality would probably have been evolved. I like those shoes. I think I've got the same ones over there, bro. The same Pumas? Oh, they're Pumas? Yeah, these are Pumas. Oh, okay. My dad bought these for me for Christmas. Oh, nice. Yeah. Those are sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, they'll use the, I guess the best argument would be for morality and the fact that we have morality mm-hmm. is that it's a social, it's a, it's a survival mechanism through social um, sort of connect, like joints, like connection through, it, the best way to survive socially is if we develop morality. Mm-hmm. But even if you're an atheist and even if you live in a society where you're getting along, if you wrong somebody that's outside of the group, you still feel wrong about it. Like, yeah. Where does that come from? Unless the fucking wires are crossed. Yeah. Sociopaths and things like mm-hmm. that, like 1% of the population. Yeah. But these, uh, these ideas that like evolution and, and God are, cause I held that belief for a long time. Yep. Yeah. I, I can get to this point, right? The earliest known, like most of the species on the planet today, uh, can trace to a species that comes back, it goes all the way back to the Cambrian period. Okay. At a time frame called the Cambrian explosion. Hmm. And then there is like nothing after the Cambrian explosion. Like all the other species alive today have an ancestor from the Cambrian period. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, what, do you know how long ago that was? Oh God. The Cambrian explosion. The, yeah. Look up. Is it Cambrian or Cambrian period? It is a long time ago. We're talking before the Triassic period. Really? Yes. So over 45 million. Yeah. Oh, wow. More than 500 million years ago. Yes. So including us. Okay. Like every living species or extinct really on this planet has some ancestor from the Cambrian period. Hmm. Wow. The Cambrian explosion happened more than 500 million years ago. It was when most of the major animal groups started to appear in the fossil record, a time of rapid expansion of different forms of life on Earth. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Yep. And, you know, the uh, in Genesis, how it talks about we, we've we come from the dust of the Earth and we were amongst the animals. Like, you know, we yep, were. In the Garden we, of Eden, right? Absolutely. We yep. came into consciousness. And Now, here's, here's another kicker for you. Mm-hmm. Ready? Do you know what happens in a tropical rainforest development cycle? When the soil starts to change and it drifts away from rainforest, what a tropical rainforest ends up becoming? Desert. Yeah. So the Sahara Desert Mm -hmm. was once a very large tropical rainforest. Yep. That forced us to go out into the basically open. Mm -hmm. I remember remember a guy, I forgot his name, but he he was an evolutionary biologist and he talked about how basically we got to this point and we were forced out of the the well-watered place, which is what Eden means, mm-hmm. the Garden of Eden, and we were we were forced onto lands where we had to stand upright so that we could walk faster, and we learned to throw and all these different things. Where so is the Sahara Desert? Africa. Where is was the oldest known human fossil found? Africa. Yeah, we all come from Africa. Mm-hmm. We're all African, in a way. Yes. Can't be racist. Well, yeah. Everything you see outwardly, like. The width of the nose and the skin color is an adaptation based on distance from the equator. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. As white people, we're basically trying to collect as much vitamin D as we can because we were coming up in places that was super cloudy and rainy and, and stuff cold like Cold and yeah. wet. A lot yeah. of a lot of the uh the Central European land was mm. 
primordial forests and swamps. It's so interesting. I love mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. All right, so you look like a stoic, bro. I like the look. I do. I do have a copy of the meditations too, and I think I have. Yep, this one here. Twelve rules for life. I yeah. got a copy of that one. I need to get twelve more. Uh, Beyond order. That's Beyond what I got order. in the other room. I'm yep. reading it now. Yeah, I need to get through both of those. I love it, man. Yep. It's good stuff. Dude, yep. meditations is really good. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get through sometimes. It is. The, the first part is him just being thankful for various people in his life. But mm-hmm. when I got to the second part, uh, the one that sticks out to me, because I stopped after the second part, and I haven't picked it back up yet, i got to get to. Yeah. But the one that stuck out to me is, and I'm going to uh, paraphrase it very hard because I don't remember the exact phraseology of it, but it was, it is a greater immorality for a man to give in to lust than to give in to his anger. Wow. That's yeah. tough, man. Yeah. That is tough. Why is it tough? Well, it's tough for me. I'm, I'm saying that because it's a... Uh, I think it's tough for every man. Yeah, yeah. But I, why? Do you know why? Because we're created to propagate. And because we're created to propagate, it is the single most powerful biological response you can experience. Absolutely. I deal with that on literally a daily basis, dude. I quit... Um, this might be a little bit too much information, but I quit pleasuring myself. And I don't, you know, I don't watch porn. I'm very anti-porn. It's, uh, yeah, it's bad for you because it fucking yeah, does it, shit to your brain. And, and it gives you a mating, like a, a pair bond kind of response to yes. where, like, these guys are, like, living in their mom's basement and they're on, you know, social media all day talking shit to people. They have this, and they're watching porn, like, they're, they're having this pair bonding uh, these pair bonding mechanisms go off in their brain without mm-hmm. having earned it. Yeah. So it's like their body thinks that they're in a healthy plus, relationship. I mean, yeah, plus the dopamine responses, plus all that. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're if you're going to feel a high or feel good off of something, it needs to be based in work. It yeah, needs to be effort. Yeah. It's it's listen. If it's out there for you, you gotta do the real deal, holy field homies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and most and a lot of men are, I think a lot of men, especially right now, are kind of struggling with that. Yeah, it's hard. It, I lucked out, thankfully, mm-hmm. so far. I don't know how. Probably because I suffered the first two, so yeah, this third one's pretty good. Good deal. Yep, but um, dating is fucked. Absolutely, and we're uh. We're in a place where it's all online, mm-hmm. and a lot of people aren't working on those skills to actually talk to women. A lot of yeah. men don't know how to talk to women. I didn't have a choice. Tinder didn't come around until I was an adult. I was 2013. Mm-hmm. Just like smartphones, right? Yeah. Like a lot of these, uh, like your generation struggles with uh, pornography because they yes. had access to... Sp- I'd earn it. Yeah. It came on... It came in magazines. It came in DVDs. And you did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Sticky pages. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, it was more difficult yeah for me coming up you actually had to work for if you wanted to see a woman naked you had to like treat her right and and you had to get a real Mm -hmm. physical woman Mm -hmm. like to agree to have sex with you yeah yeah today um and i think i'm not sure this sort of dips back into the design manufacturer or opportunist yeah thing like i feel like there's a big push right now in our society for depopulation if you look at the Oh, there certainly is. You know what I mean? You and you can even bring in the pride movement into that. If people are oh, absolutely pushing gay on the kids, like mm-hmm. what does that do? It's in not 20 like they're going to reproduce. And they're like everything that 
Okay, so everything right now from the left is... It comes off like a like a death cult almost. It's absolutely a death cult is what it seems like, especially around the environmentalism, abortion. the yes. abortion, the, the uh, sterilization through... Uh, what's it called? Uh, the surgeries. Transitioning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, gender-affirming care. The gender-affirming, yeah, the sterilization that comes with that. Yeah. And don't don't be fooled by it. They're like, it is permanent, it is irreversible, and it is sterilization. Yeah, they try to make it seem like they can put off puberty until a later date. But then, what does that even mean, bro? Like, and what, yeah, what are the long-term effects of that? What are the unforeseen consequences? Like, they're not going to think it through. No. And why not? They have the financial incentive not to do so, because... The affirming care is lifetime $3 million per fucking patient per doctor. That's insane. And then there's the financial incentive from pharma to use Lupron, yeah. which was a chemical castration drug for pedophiles back in the day. Did you watch uh, What is a Woman? Yes. Oh, excellent, dude. Harrowing. The detransition stories are harrowing. Yeah. That's the most watched documentary yeah. in history. And it makes me sad because the greatest philosophical question over time has become, what is a fucking woman? Yeah. As if people don't know. And I love how Matt Walsh's uh, wife answers <laughs> it at the end. Yeah. That's an hilarious. adult human female. And then, then, so J- then J- he goes to JBP towards the end. Well, why don't you ask your wife? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good impression. Yeah, why don't you ask your you wife? A combina- it's a combination of like, Paul Reiser and fucking Kermit the Frog. Yeah. With a slight Canadian (laughs) accent. I love it. What a king. Yeah. Uh, But it seems like everything... Okay, so if we're talking about the left, everything that that they push is towards a depopulation bent, and it's also like, okay, you're all for killing the babies. You're all for gender-affirming care, which sterilizes people. You're all for telling women that they shouldn't have kids, that they should focus on their career. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you bring the what we talked about a couple. It's kind of funny. Ago. Don't submit to a man, but unless he's your fucking boss. Yeah, yeah, and you're gonna get true fulfillment out of that too. And that's yeah, such a lie, okay. bro. Yeah, if it was true, I wouldn't see fucking eight million videos on TikTok about childless women. Mm-hmm. Well, not really TikTok, but Instagram Reels, but some of you know, there's a carryover between yeah. the two. Yeah, and it's the, it's the, it's the. People who are most prescribed SSRIs right now are women over 30 without kids. That's a, And it's only gone up in the past 10, 15 years. I'm going to have to dig into it, but there was a something came out a few months ago that pretty much claimed SSRIs are just up-jump placebos. Yeah, they are. I, well, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'd graduate, I'm a, I'm a PhD, but... I'm a PhD from the University of Bro Science. Mm-hmm. So, PhD in uh, life from the School of Hard Knocks, homie. That's right. Got a yes, dissertation and getting my fucking shit kicked in. That's right. That's exactly right. But yeah, I've I've heard that too, and that makes sense. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been on SSRIs. No, I've I've taken them before. They didn't do anything for me. I've recreationally done benzodiazepams. Yeah, but that well, that's very uh, different than be. That's not. That's a completely different medication. Yeah, benzos are. It's a yeah different. Uh, but the serotonin, uh, sterone, and I, I disliked it so much that I only ever did it one time and Dude, was like never again. Felony pills. Mm-hmm. I would black out and steal shit. Yeah, crazy. And the come down was worse. The come down like is worse than taking the damn thing. Yeah, not worth it. Really, any drugs, man. I, I mean, 
for for a while there like I was kind of on the fence about weed and stuff like that but really I think a lot of these things just kind of I don't want to do anything that blurs my vision like I want to do things that either enhance mm-hmm. or things like I love getting a, a high from the workout man going to the gym and getting a workout like doing yeah the, the 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 fucking uh the endorphins after yeah it's very weird that I hated fucking PT when I was doing it, but when it's, it was done, it felt you felt really good. It's a good way to yeah. start the day. Yes, it's a perfect way to start the day. Yeah. Every single morning, bro, I wake up at 4 a.m. and I go to the gym, and that's before I go do remodeling all day. And it's I feel I have more energy throughout the day. I mean, I, t- I take supplements and I eat red meat and I smoke cigars, and that's mm-hmm. like that's life, dude. That's yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. And it's everything contrary. Maybe not the cigar part, but it's, I mean, it's definitely better than smoking cigarettes. Oh, I don't yeah. know what the carcin- uh, if there is uh, as many carcinogens in this as there is in a typical pack of Newports. Probably no. not. No. But, again, it, if this is a, uh, um, the rule of moderation, right? Absolutely. If you do this occasionally as to peruse to consistently, you're going to get different results. Absolutely. 100%. Very interesting. But, okay, so... To go back to the left, can you steel man an argument defending the left on what they're trying to do? Like for a person out there that's listening to this and saying, listen, it's women should have the right to choose. Uh, you know, women should be pursuing their career. If you could steel man an argument for the left, modern modern day leftism, what would that be? Oof. It's tough. Uh, yeah, I, I am not good at this. I really am not. Um. Mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna think here and make an attempt. All right. Absolutely. Mm. It's a tough one. It is a tough one. the The latter is easy. Like anybody should f- be free to choose whatever mm-hmm. path in life they want to. Right. Okay. If if <clears throat> if a woman chooses to pursue a career rather than a family. Mm-hmm. And is fulfilled by said career. 100%. Whatever, hundred percent, right? Yeah. The abortion thing is a little hard because their position is extremely inconsistent, and it's hard to steal, man. Yeah. Because there is no set point. Even after the baby comes out of the woman, where it is a human life, mm-hmm. like they don't have. A, there's no clear delineation with their argument. Yeah. There's no. Uh, stop it. When does it become? Yeah, there's no answer to that question. At what point is this a human being and are you ending a human life? Because yeah. even Governor uh, Blackface. Governor Blackface? Ralph Northam. Okay, yeah. Cause so he was in a, so in college somewhere, mm. uh, and this is the first instance of this in 2018 when uh, Virginia passed an up to a point of birth abortion bill. Jesus. Yes. Um, so Dr. Governor Blackface, because he was in a picture in college, and it was a, a white man in blackface and a man in a Klansman outfit. And we don't know which one was him, so he's either the man in blackface or in the Klansman outfit. Democrat, by the way, but not very shocking since you yeah. know, the Dixiecrats are the ones that you know wanted to keep a certain subset of the population in bondage. Yep. Anyway. Um, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, no. Well, there's this, oh, the switch, the great party switch, which is, I can't, I've never heard a good argument for that. 
mm-hmm. is why it suddenly flip flopped. But whatever. Yeah. Um. He said something along the lines of, "Well, what if?" They're going to initiate the abortion at nine months, and the woman started giving birth. And he said, and I quote, "It will be the baby, the 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 the." the I don't remember if he said baby or child will be made comfortable, and then after that, a decision will be made. Jesus. So fucking borderline infant, not even borderline. That's full on infanticide at that yeah. point. Child sacrifice, bro. Yeah. At some state, I this may be incorrect, but I heard that uh, they were giving incentives for people to have abortions like monetary incentives which is literal uh, the states were doing it yeah one of the I wouldn't states. be surprised with the state employees i mean you're a corporation or you're a governing entity which one's cheaper to pay for a flight out of state to get an abortion or to pay for maternity leave god that's literal human sacrifice for money i mean there's no statue of Baal there, but, I mean, they go to an incinerator all the same, right? Yeah. Moloch. Baal, Moloch, same thing. <laughs> Moloch, Baal, Hamon, they're all Carthaginian, well, Canaanite. Uh, Cana- they're members of, they were Canaanite, uh, deities of the Canaanite pantheon. That is so sketchy. Mm-hmm. What are the Canaanites? The, uh... They came from Cain. Yes. They were in... That's not a region, is it? No, it's not a region. They were in the Levant area. So, you know, Israel, Syria, Lebanon, all those places. Like the city of uh, Tyre, right? Yeah. Mm T-Y-R-E, which I think is in... I'm going to Google that real quick. I think that's in Lebanon. Okay. That's sketchy. I feel like any kind of... Any worship of any god other than... uh, the one true is Satan. I feel like that's a complete manipulation. All it's, these different faces. There's a, yeah, tires in Lebanon. So Tyre, this is an interesting little tidbit. I'm going to say more historical than anything. Tyre was a, a city settled by uh, Phoenicians. Mm-hmm. Phoenicians follow the, uh, the Canaanite pantheon. Yeah. Right. So the Phoenicians established a colony in modern-day Tunisia called Carthage. Okay. And they, the child sacrifice came with it because culturally they were the same. And there is literal Roman propaganda, like sketchings about them doing the child sacrifice to for soldiers when they were at war with Carthage, which they wow. went to war with Carthage three times and famously after the third time salted the field since so nothing could grow there, which... Wow. Is largely apocryphal because they were using Carthaginian grain to make bread. So, hmm. And who's to say that, like, I think we kind of look at... But, it, I mean, this is the same people where the paterfamilias, if they couldn't support a child, would leave a baby to die of exposure. And they found yeah. child sacrifice to be... Well, they found... Uh, human sacrifice as a whole, they found unpalatable, both the Greeks and the Romans. Hmm. I hear that, and I think, that's insane. How could someone, how could a person that's the same, like, we are the same as the people that lived back then, essentially. We're the same. Yeah. The same thing. We're not different. Same men. Same DNA. How can a person or a society, 
a general on the macro scale get to a point that it reaches doing something insane like that like all the things you just talked about or even if we go further or more recent but uh, one guy did it uh, um, you ever heard of the post hoc ergo propter hoc fallacy Mm-mm. it means afterward therefore as a result of so they had some great fucking crop failure and they decided to sacrifice kids once Maybe. thinking that a god would yeah would okay. hand the two they did it one time why is it always would, kids it's either innocence uh, yeah innocence right it's either that or you know people you yeah know, virgins whatever right yeah some degree of innocence they did it one time and it worked so whenever they you know or you know maybe statue did a little bit of whispering some dark entity and the a little bit of energy there. Shit. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. That's terrifying. Do you believe in demons? Absolutely. Like literal? Yes. Hmm. And I don't ever want to encounter one. Yeah. The more I read about, um, reading the Bible about the possessions and things like that, things that Jesus cured, I wonder if, uh, I don't exactly know how to peg that because... I think at some point in my life, if demons are real, well, I think demons are real, but maybe in the literal sense, at some point in my life, I think I might have been possessed, man, because I was just... Maybe not possessed, but maybe under... Under influence. influence of, right? Yeah. Maybe that little whisper in the back of your head that tells you to do something horrible. Yeah. Like steal or hurt somebody or... Chase addiction, things like that. chase that that addiction, right? Because it kills you from the inside out. Mm -hmm. If we can't kill this guy... If we can't come and just get this guy to kill himself and lock himself up forever or, you know, kill, kill him. somebody else. Kill somebody else yeah. or kill him, we're going to kill him from the inside. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, it's a corrupting influence, right? Yeah. <coughs> hmm. It's hmm. like uh, the devil in, uh, in Latin is diablos. Mm-hmm. And then if you think about diabolical, diabolical yeah, that's, means that's... to separate. Mm-hmm. And sim- or Diabolic would diabolic. mean to separate, and then symbolic would be symbio. It would be the Symbio- symbiosis. Yeah. It's so cool how language kind of tells a story mm-hmm. in itself. Yep, terrifying stuff. Mm-hmm. Terrifying stuff. Do you think the devil's I've, active right now in our uh, culture? It has to be devil or demons, but I mean, one's close to the same. One leads the others, right? Yeah. They take their marching orders from somewhere. I'm kind of grateful for the way that um, all of society has been recently, only because it's led me to the truth. It's yeah. made, it's given me a push in the direction of believing in Jesus. I think Christ. you were already looking for the truth, but the yeah, the uh, I don't know. The truth always becomes clear eventually, right? Absolutely. It didn't matter what kind of religion I was dabbling into; it yeah. all led back to the same place. Mm-hmm. Very interesting how that all goes. Yeah, everything. I mean, even in the early, uh, the early Christian period of Rome, so to speak, where the 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 uh, population still follows the old pantheon. Yeah, I mean, there's frescoes of um, Jesus with you know the the Olympians hmm. in Elysium. You know, yeah. But is Elysium just not? Does Elysium not kind of sound like heaven? This idyllic place for the pure, right? Yeah. The pure spirits, the, the <laughs> saintly types, 
And does Taratus not sound like hell? Like eternal punishment for the wicked? Yeah. Just telling of the same story kind mm-hmm. of over and over. I mean, uh, yeah. Hmm. And I used to think that that meant that there were... that that. And then, here's another aspect, right? Yeah. So I was listening to um, the Aeneid, which is like the Roman version, mm-hmm. the Roman, well, it's a poem. Okay. It's uh, it's kind of like the Roman version of what's it called? Oh God, the Odyssey. Okay. Yeah. 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 And the way they speak about Jupiter makes them sound a lot like the big man. Yeah. And he does sound a lot like the big man, you know? Hmm. Wow. Who would be Jesus? Mercury? No. The other no. the other lesser deities come off to me as like the angels. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. You know what's interesting though is the one distinction that's made. Um Christianity separate from all the other religions too is that the Christian God, God Mm-hmm. didn't create the earth or creation in total out of some kind of like violent conflict with other gods. No, and that was the uh it's the separating from the Greco-Roman pantheon was the Titanomachy or the war between the Olympians and the Titans. Yeah. Wow. He created the world out of the primordial chaos. Mm, yeah. Right, let there be light and there was light. Yeah, and he spoke it mm-hmm. and it was good. Mhm. But the only time that and it took him six days, and on the seventh he rested. Yes, and and the I'm only not much time of a theologian. I'm pulling off a memory, and my memory is not good. The the only time where he says something in, in this whole uh, dialogue that God's having with creation, the only time that he says it wasn't good was when after he created Adam, mm-hmm. he realized that Adam was alone. Yes, and that kind of relates back to the loneliness that's looming over. Like that's not good. In a world full of good that God was creating at the beginning, he said, this is good, creation, and then light and saw that it was good, and dark, mm-hmm. and day and night, the earth, and the creatures, and the trees, and the plants, and mm-hmm. all these different things, and they were good. Mm-hmm. And then he said he created man and saw that he was good, but it was not good that he was in solidarity. He was by himself. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. Which, allegorically speaking, means we were made to pair bond. Absolutely. Made to pair bond, but also that if we don't, it's not good. No, it's it's spoken at the beginning of that. And if you look at a lot of the I mean, you look at mass shooters, Mm -hmm. you look at people that are any kind of thieves, you look at any kind of people that are going out and and causing havoc in our society. Mm -hmm. They don't have girlfriends. They don't have partnerships with other people. It doesn't even have to be romantic. They don't even they don't have decent relationships. I don't even think they have physical friends. Yeah. Like people they can look in the eye you yes. know what I'm saying absolutely and worst of all they don't have fathers typically yes yeah and that's a big the only like major outlier was Columbine and I don't know what the hell that was because it is beyond an outlier like these dudes were not social outcasts yeah they were came from two parent households huh. I don't know what spurred these two dudes on it was crazy like they planted pipe bombs in a town as a distraction that didn't go off the police didn't find all their firearms they had hidden until months later wow yeah how long ago was columbine 99 so almost 20 years yeah no over 20 over 20 years Mm -hmm. yeah that's terrifying 
But all the rest fit a mold. And what's weird, I can't verify this, but in the social media age, allegedly, a lot of them have anonymous contacts that spur them towards this kind of action that suddenly aren't talked about anymore. Hmm. Hmm. Or replaying almost of like MK Ultra or something like that. Something like that. <clears throat> well, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, we look at Epstein, we look at all these Klaus Schwab, we look at all these. Yeah, and allegedly him want to rewrite the Bible to make it correct was is fake news. Really? Who did that? Klaus Schwab? Yeah. He, he wanted to rewrite the Bible? The, the WEF allegedly wanted to rewrite the Bible using AI to make it real, oh, to make my. it not fake. Oh yeah, because but it, yeah. but that's fake news. They're not actually doing that. Just like uh, I don't buy it. You know why I don't buy it? Because they said that fucking after everybody caught on to the Great Reset, they started to call it fake. Even though the man wrote a literal book yeah. titled "The Great Reset." Yes, that was COVID. Yeah, no doubt about it. The biggest wealth transfer in history. Yeah, yeah. Corporations See, were allowed to keep their stores open, but fucking small businesses were shuttered. Oh, don't worry. The great thing about these people is they're idiotic. Yeah. They're, they're standing incompetent. above. They're incompetent. They, mm. well, some of them are, but they can't maintain it. They can't create. They're standing on the shoulders of giants. Yeah. They're using a system that was already built that they have no idea how to rebuild from the bottom once they destroy it. Yeah. I don't think they and care. They, I don't think they care if they destroy it. Well, yeah, they think they can build something new. Arrogantly. They can't. You can't make something new out of nothing. You can try. You're not going to fucking succeed. Yeah. And they're going to get their comeuppance for it. Hmm. You can only immiserate people for so long before they get fucking pissed. Yeah. Uh, People are only three missed meals away from revolution. Yeah, that's true. What do you think... uh and then you're going to, like, the big push for is for central bank digital currency, right? Yeah. So government-managed currency, they can, and the big reason for that, they won't say it out in the open, and you'll get called a conspiracy theor- theorist for saying it, but it's so they can they get rid of dissent. They can flip your money off. Turn, yeah. turn off your money if you do something they don't like. If you say something I don't like, if you do something I don't like, if you're believing something or looking at something that I don't like. Yeah, and there's... It, and yeah, you know, maybe 60% of the population are going to be collaborators and just deal with it. Yeah. But 30% of Gen Zers say that they're okay with having in-home surveillance. 30% <sighs> of Gen Zers. That's horrifying. Clearly 30% of Gen Z doesn't understand 1984 or yeah. read it. No, most haven't. Yeah. Most people, I know people older than me that haven't read that book. It took me until I was 20 six to get around to it i read it when i was in europe that's an excellent book yeah great book but what's the big thing with the party in the book it was them trying to control language yes newspeak like literally rewriting the dictionary Mm. like men could be women or something like crazy like that Mm -hmm. well good thing that isn't happening today man that's (laughs) don't break my lighter man is that out too Here. Either that or I'm an idiot and don't know how to use it. Uh, magically, I got more uh, fuel in the Zippo, apparently. Um, I might just suck at using lighters. 
How often do you smoke cigars? Not often. When you're here? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. That's, uh, okay, so what do you think the future holds for, if we're talking about all this stuff, we're talking about sort of the, the puzzle pieces are being put in a certain direction. People are trying to influence our thoughts, influence our language, influence our minds, because like you said, like the biggest the biggest pull is to influence language because if you can influence language, you can influence thought because we can only think in the language in which we hold. Correct. Where do you think this all leads? Best case scenario. Best uh, case scenario. A failed attempt at an authoritarian government, especially CBDCs. Because if you think you're going to switch off somebody's money and them not have a fucking problem with it, and you're going to do it to a large subset of the population and expect them to take it lying down. Yeah. That's not going to fly, homie. What do you think the uh, 2024 presidential election is going to look like? You like RFK? He sounds pretty good. He does sound pretty good. Um, um, I don't know if... A, if I think President Houseplant might have tainted his party to the point where he's never going to win. And let's not forget... The, uh, the Democratic voters, sorry, Democratic voters, yeah. you don't get to pick your candidate. Yeah. Your, convent, your committee, the DNC, picks your candidate. Yep. As what happened in the last two Democratic National Committees. Y'all wanted Bernie, they picked Hillary. Yeah. Y'all wanted Bernie again, they picked Biden. Yep. And bitch boy Bernie just took it lying down. He should have been, went full on rogue. He's like, they want to screw me over, vote for Trump. It's time to wake up. Yeah, if you wanted me... Well, they stole it from me, but he's a little bitch, so... Yeah. He's not even a Democratic Party member. That's the kicker. He's an independent. Yeah. So I don't understand... Well, because he's a pussy. That's why he tolerated that shit. Yeah. Hmm. If somebody was going to fuck me out of something using rules, I would literally publicly say, vote for the other guy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he's... Yeah. He kind of cucked, cucked himself there. Yeah. I think... But he didn't want to rock the boat. Here's what would be dope. It's not going to well, happen. Here's another thing, though. Okay, go ahead. The intelligence community has pissed off the other party by fucking them, right? Yeah. The and other party being the Democrats? What are you talking the about? Republicans. Republicans, the Republicans. Okay. Yeah, shit on, spied on, fucking yes. surveilled, whatever, right? Especially with the, the Steele dossier. They did it to the tr throughout the Trump presidency, which we know now. Yeah. Well, we knew then it was bullshit. Now we know that it was bullshit bought and paid for by the DNC yep. to use as to use the uh, foreign intelligence uh, the fire the foreign intelligence surveillance acts courts as a justification to spy and there's no accountability there no there's never going to be none none until society collapses and you put a bullet in every one of these motherfuckers brains yourself hypothetically hypothetically yeah yeah but uh the big one is not the Bureau. The big one is the agency, the CIA. Yeah. What they do and what they've done for 50 years all over the world is rig elections. Yeah. And do you think they're going to tolerate them their fucking organization being dismantled when they have the skills to prevent that from happening? Hmm. Probably fucking not, right? The last man that said he was going to dismantle the CIA got a bullet to the brain, so... Yeah. Dude. That would be John and F. Kennedy, by the yeah. way. For um, those of you that don't know. So, 
some people to be looking out for. Today is uh, 7-2-2023. Some people to be looking out for that I think are going to be probably assassinated. RFK Jr. at some point. Absolutely, just like his father. Yep. Donald Trump. Probably. If they can get away with it, certainly. Maybe Tulsi Gabbard. Maybe. Got you. Mm -hmm. Almost lit your beard on fire, son. Don't lean back when you're... (laughs) Yeah, don't lean your head back when you're puffing on the almost puffed out cigar, boys. Boys and girls. (laughs) Andrew Tate. Eh, maybe. Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Any dissenters, really. Tulsi, for sure. Because she's definitely outspoken against them. Uh, Dr. Ron Paul, maybe you can add to that list. Dr. Ron Paul? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Ron Paul. Is he big right now? Is he talking? He's been talking for years. Yeah. To a small subset that knows he does a podcast like me. Yeah. That listens to him. Is he good? Oh, yeah. I like his podcast. I might check it out. That's, um, I'm thinking about the bigger people because they're probably not worried about Ron Paul. Probably not. He's a 70 year old retiree, but he's still a dissenter either way. Scary. So do you think that the next election is somehow going to be, so Joe Biden's going to win the next election? Probably. What do you think happens after that? Not anything good. Because this is a conspiratorial thought that I'm not going to say with complete, like... Conviction. Conviction, but 2020 was rigged, right? I mean... Uh, Not outright, but the big swinging factor was the suppression of the uh, Hunter Biden laptop story, which a lot of the undecided voters would have said they definitely would not have voted for Joe Biden if they had known about it. And then then there's this bribery thing where one of the... um, uh, some uh, uh, Ukrainian oligarch tied to Burisma says he's got recordings of bribing this fucking guy. Yeah. And then mysteriously, before his bribe tapes could come out, this guy dies. As they always do. As happens. Circumstance. Not only did he die, but one of his assistants that handles accounting paperwork also mysteriously died. So what happens in 2024? I don't want to know. Mass unrest, potentially a revolution. Yeah. Hmm. Civil war, maybe. Civil civil war, but between who? Yeah, that's the problem. I don't know where it's going to fracture. The dividing line the first time around was very clear. Yes, yeah. This time it's not going to be so clear. The last time, in 2020, it was definitely Democrats and Republicans. Yeah. But who is what now? Probably, I don't know, normal people and fucking psychos? Yeah. Politically connected assholes? Well, the good thing is, I mean, if there's a civil war, I mean, the bad news, I mean, the bad news is there's a civil war. But if we look at it objectively, and we're just being hypothetical, but if we just look at it and think about it, who are the people with the guns? Mm, Both sides have the guns. 
both sides have the guns. Well, yeah, you didn't think this jab mandate in the armed forces wasn't them, you know, kicking out people that wouldn't be okay with Whoa. following marching orders? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Now, there's probably some of them that'll go away. Probably a majority of them will. But not only do the sides that have the guns, but here's the deal. There's a million people that spent a large majority of their youth yeah. fighting insurgents and learning insurgency tactics. Now, some of them might be okay with going on, what's going on. Some of them might, you know, just get along and go along. Yeah. A lot of them will not. Hmm. There's a lot of ex-tier one guys and soft guys that won't take this shit lying down. Yeah. I think a lot of people in the armed forces, even if they got the jab, a lot of people in the armed forces. And when I see those videos of Biden, like one thing that kind of sticks out to me when I see those videos of Biden, like falling down or, you know, mumbling Mm -hmm. and I see the dude in the background with the sunglasses on and the suit. I'm like, there's no way that dude's a Democrat. The secret service, the secret service guy. No, he's a guy that just likes his job. He likes his job. Sure. But I'm thinking like he probably, he probably, you know, he's probably like, what is this idiot doing? Yeah. But he's, his position is apolitical. He wanted to be part of the president. He probably wanted to be part of the presidential protection detail since he was a teenager. Yeah. And went through all the steps to get there. Yeah. So if something happens, if something crazy happens, hypothetically, I mean, there are people on the, there, are, I have uh, an optimism that if something, if the 2024 election gets stolen, which it might, it might, it probably will. It's yeah. going to be very interesting. Something yeah. big is going to happen. Yeah. If Trump's not put in prison or whatever, like. Well, I mean, they want him to drop out as part of the plea deal. Yeah. So. Oh, that's part of the plea deal. I heard that. I heard they, they, I heard through the grapevine they were talking to him about doing that. Everybody who's speaking up against the radical ideologies that are happening right now mm-hmm. are either being censored indicted uh threatened yeah everybody everybody that's talking any sense Mm -hmm. fired Fired. carlson yeah being fired from fox that kind of blew my mind yeah because well blackrock probably told murdoch to do it which is weird because they only the blackrock state street and vanguard combined only own 15 percent of his company so if he had any balls he could say fuck you you don't like it sell your shares bitch yeah which is what all these corps could do, by the way. Yeah. Which they're probably going to start doing because even BlackRock wants to move away from ESGs now because the really? name is tainted. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. They're just going to fucking try to do it again by another name. Yeah. But people will be paying attention to it, so I don't think they're going to get away with it. I mean, if you're running an actual corporation that has to make profit, are you going to listen to them anymore? Look how many brands they've permanently damaged. You think they're not tied to this Bud Light fucking tranny shit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yesterday, two days ago, so Tucker Carlson getting kicked off of Fox. Mm-hmm. Started putting his, I don't know if you have a Twitter account. I do have a Twitter account. I have two Twitter accounts. Really? Yep. I'm going to follow you. Yep. Um, At the Brian Bowers. At the Brian Bowers. Yes, sir. So, 
Tucker started putting his show on Twitter. Yeah, I I need to catch up. I only watched the first one. I need to watch the rest of them. Dude, it's insane the amount of views that he's getting. I think he got two or three million on mm-hmm. Fox. He's got from the one June twentieth. He's got seventeen million views. And his and all those millions of views that he would get on Fox are just the people that were watching his primetime show. Just the people that had cable. Yeah, just the people that had, like I. Uh, when his monologues were posted on YouTube, would listen to them on yeah. the way home. I would put it on when I was driving home from work and listen to it. Absolutely, yeah. But in with cable, that's like old people that are just just mm-hmm. have the TV on, aren't really watching it. Yeah, you know, so those don't even really have count. it running in the background. Thirty-two point two million views from June fifteenth, and the the one that he did two days ago already has six point nine million. Damn. That's insane. Yeah, I need to add to those view counts. Yeah. I, like I said, I like to listen to his monologues. He's I really have good. for a while. I mean, especially because I don't know if you remember right when he came back on TV. Like, he got his show on Fox in 2016, like midway through the election year. Mm. Yeah. That's insane. That's mm-hmm. it's really cool, though, because that's the thing. Th- those are the things that give me hope. Uh, absolutely. Well... Have I not commanded you to be courageous? The Brian Bowers. The Brian Bowers. I don't post much. I need to get more active on it. I I post more on the other one, but I'll tell you that one off air. Okay. Yeah. Everybody go follow the Brian Bowers on Twitter. If you have a Twitter. I think a lot of people. If you have people. a Twitter. Yep. <coughs> wow. Uh, Theo Vaughn. I just saw this from mm-hmm. yesterday. Theo Vaughn just posted that his podcast with Roseanne, Elon Musk retweeted his tweet, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. She was pretty much saying that the election was rigged. Really? Podcast. Yeah. Uh, Great. I saw that clip. She's not taking that shit lying down. But then again, okay. So these motherfuckers, right? Yeah. They're not inclined to violence. They have to people have people to do violence for them. They're, yeah. I don't want to say feminine energy, but it's feminine energy, right? Yeah. So what does feminine energy do? GSR. Guilt shame and rally yes and if you can't be guilted or shamed hmm they're powerless so he posted until uh, they have someone do violence on their behalf did i post oh i retweet a lot on my deal are you talking about theo vaughn theo posted uh the so he said he he said comedy is legal on this platform and he said my podcast with roseanne was removed from another platform so i want to be able to live somewhere amen and he (laughs) And he posted it. It's two hours and 33 minutes with Roseanne. He posted it on Twitter. That's so cool. I love that we have a free speech platform. Yeah. Well, until you call Elon Musk out for his bullshit that he's doing with China and fucking Turkey, where he's in India. What's he doing? Suppressing dissenters there. Really? At the, the behest of their governments so he can get view traffic in those countries. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, he's calling out. Wait, say that again? Suppressing dissenters there at the behest of their government so his website can operate in their countries and get traffic. Hmm. Yeah. He's not the big free speech warrior, free speech absolutist he fucking puts himself out to be. Maybe he is for America. Yeah, for he America, seems to sure. Be for America. Yeah. For the rest of the world? Yeah. Not so much. Hmm. But even then, like 
call him out for it and see if you don't fucking get suppressed or suspended. I don't, I don't think I don't think I don't think he would. He probably not. We'll see though. Yeah, we'll see. I don't. I. Yeah, he's part of the billionaire fucking leftist elite class, just like the rest of them. Yeah, but it gives me he's he's willing to have. Yeah, he's willing to try at least. Yeah, and confront these people and put himself at risk. So credit where credits due. Yes, but if you're listening, Mister Musk, <laughs> if. Turkey. He does actually listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that. If Turkey, India, and China are going to remove Twitter because you won't suppress dissenters, then so be it. Guess what? VPNs exist and their people can use them, and you'll still get the traffic anyway. Yeah. Do not put commerce before virtue. It's the right thing to do. Absolutely. Do the right thing. Yeah, it's counter virtue generally. Like that's the yeah. anti. Yeah, anybody that would put commerce before virtue, that's the uh, then they're not virtuous. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, we're talking about all this. Mm-hmm. Talking about the twenty twenty four election. We're talking about election rigging. Yep. Which the CIA does a lot of. Yeah, and I has think, done a lot of for the entirety of the agency's existence. I feel like all these acronym. Three-letter agencies? Yeah, they all need to be pretty much disposed with. Yeah. What has the CIA done to better our society? What's the FBI done or DOJ? like? Well, the Justice Department itself has existed as one of the first, um, what's it called? The first four cabinet agencies established. So when the country was established, there were only, I think there were only, okay, there was justice, mm-hmm. there was war, there was treasury, state and that was it justice war treasury and state so handling the law and enforcing of the law uh war department self-explanatory yeah treasury monetary issues commerce self and state diplomacy Hmm. four when the country was first founded hmm so, yeah, you can disband the FBI, but yeah, maybe keep part of the DOJ. Like, okay, like, uh, the only, like, necessary function I think should remain for the FBI is um, counterintelligence. Hmm. I don't know if a, a local law enforcement can handle a counterintelligence issue, right? But a lot of the other crimes, can't the marshal service handle that? Hmm. As far as the um, the intelli- the central intelligence agency goes, you can dissolve it and fold it into the defense intelligence agency and make them answer to a four-star general and get rid of this cowboy attitude that they have. Yeah. So, in your opinion, what can we actively do as just normal people, people that listen to this podcast that aren't involved in, you know, anything really, what can we do actively? Uh, look inward, right? First of all... I don't it, say that anymore. Look inward? Yeah, I don't say the inward anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> first, the first thing you need to improve is yourself, period. The better Absolutely. you are, the better you can be for a community. The second thing you do is improve your community. Make where you live a better place to live for everybody there. 
And put an emphasis on the younger people too. Exactly. Be a mentor. Yeah. Mentor. Be be a better you so you can be better for everybody else and teach people, especially the younger ones, influence them to be better. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> if we start making things better at the micro level, then it'll ripple ripple effect outward and make things better at the macro level. The, be- the, the government, right, is of, for, and by the people. So the better mm-hmm. we are as people, then the better the government is going to end up being. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And make put, it, put in the effort, you know. Don't just check the box for... Because our inherent tribalism fucking just makes us check the box like it's a fucking sports team. Yeah. Right. You don't want to win for the sake of the win. You want to yeah. win in the in the pursuit of truth. Yes. The question you need to ask yourself at the macro level is, or at the micro level is, is this person going to be better for the community? And then at the state level, right, for state level offices, is this person going to put the state in a better position? And obviously, and at the federal level, is this person going to put the republic in a better position. Hmm. I agree with that a hundred percent, man. Yep. Have you thought about mentoring young men? Uh, no, I think, I, <clears throat> I think I should start trying to though. I got to put my money where I, I mean, if I'm going to tell people to do this, then I need to put my money where my mouth is and do it. Let me tell you what I did today. what you do today? It was the first move in that direction. Mm-hmm. My nephew, Yep. Started smoking reefers. I heard the story last week. Started drinking. Ooh. Well, he drank a couple times. Started smoking reefers. Yep. This isn't re- I, I just lit this up. This isn't reefers, by the way. This yeah, is it's a hand-rolled cigarette. cigarette. I heard you and Cam talking about them. Yeah. You got another one? I can roll you one. Roll me one real quick. I want to try Zach, Zachary's. All-natural tobacco. All-natural hand-rolled tobacco. It's really good. Yeah. So today, mm-hmm. went to church. I go to church with uh, basically my brother. Yeah, I told the old lady, uh, well, my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I don't like calling her that. I shouldn't call her that. That feels a little bit disrespectful. And I told her how you had an interest in going to a Catholic mass, and she yeah. said, well, if you want to go to one, I'll take you to one. Because she come up in she Catholic? Life. She's Puerto Rican. Damn Catholic right. church has a lot of influence in the broader Latin community as a whole. And by Latin, when I say Latin, I mean... Uh, both Latin America, yeah. the Hispanic Latins, and then the European Latins, excluding Romania. Yeah. Because uh, the Romanians and the Moldovans, which are essentially just Romanians, the <clears throat> the Catholic Church isn't prominent in Romania. It's the Orthodox Church, obviously. Okay, yeah. Because it's Eastern Europe. Yep. What, uh, we'll get back to that. What's, uh, do you know anything about Catholicism? I've been researching it a little bit. The uh, the only thing I really know about it is the where it split from Protestantism, the concept of uh, sola scriptura and sola fide. Explain that if you would. Scripture only and faith only as a means to salvation. Where Catholicism is like deeds to a means yes. to salvation. Dude, I agree with that so much heavier. Yeah, that resonates. With me. I mean, if I, you're a Protestant in America and not a recent convert. Yeah. I mean. It's some ancestor you had 500 years ago who liked the cut of Luther's jib or Calvin, right? They liked some teaching of Luther or Calvin, or even maybe they got some kind of political benefit. 
mm-hmm. to being a Protestant. I really lean towards Catholicism. If you had to assign a do- denomination to you, what would you what would you say? I don't know. You don't know? No. I don't think it matters that much. No. But I really, really uh, a pathway to God is a pathway to God. A pathway to God, brother. What? Uh, and even then, right? Do you know what church she goes to? She doesn't attend regularly. Okay. But there's a she goes to a mass or something like that. <laughs> she used to, obviously in Puerto Rico with her parents. Yeah. I would be very interested in that. I know it's a whole drawn out process. There's one fucking there's a Catholic church right down the road. Yeah, we've been uh me and Cam have been looking at uh Queens something or another. Queens yeah. something. Uh, so you go past your old place of employment. Yeah. And then it's up there on the right. If I go past it and it's on the right. Yeah, it's on the right. Go past it through Candler and you can see it on the right, right before the like the gas station with the flashing light in Candler. Yeah. Or not the flashing light. It's a it's a regular light. It's right there on the right. That's a Catholic church. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um Yeah, I've been leaning a lot towards Catholicism. I've been uh um, I certainly like a lot of the uh, uh from what I know of Aquinas and um <clears throat> the other guy, St. Augustine. Yeah. Um, I don't like how his early followers behaved like Antifa members and would smash up pagan statues and shit and yeah. destroy temples. Yeah. Um, but it is what... It, uh, that's just... Unfortunately, that's the nature of the beast Yeah, with monotheists versus polytheists. I'm not so sure about the pagan worship... Or the... Not pagan worship. The worship of Mary... I don't know if it's worship as as uh, so far as veneration. That's a, another big difference between the two of the. They also believe that she was without sin. Uh, I mean, that's tough. That is a tough one. <laughs> but if you're going to bring a sinless being into the world, wouldn't you choose a sinless vessel? Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. Boom. It's a long boy. Um. Okay, so today take my nephew he was smoking the reefers we go to the baptist church in umatilla yes sir uh we go to the baptist church in umatilla mm-hmm. and it's um so it's about an hour away so he rode with me after we have we have breakfast every sunday and stuff like that um that's some quality tobacco too shit yeah it's good good stuff um and so we ride together mm-hmm. and i kind of talked to him about sort of my experience and my my past a little bit enlighten him on that because I'm yeah. I'm not so sure that he kind of was aware, and I told him, I hope I did correctly, but I told him I said you know, it's hard to it's difficult to talk to your parents about certain things. I said if you if you <laughs> if you if you uh, get to a position where you're having a hard time or you're dealing with something that you're not so comfortable talking to your parents about. I want you to know that you can come to me and you don't have to worry about me going to your parents and snitching on you unless it's something detrimental that I think is a danger to you. So, yeah, I mean, that's a good, it's always, you, uh, place yourself as a confidant, right? Cause I don't, I don't know about his dad, but you know, maybe his dad doesn't have the same experience with certain things like you do. Yeah. Very different. Yeah. If you think back to a moment, towards your bad times mm-hmm. 
do you think uh, like do you think of a moment where it might have been divine intervention? I think of several moments, bro. I've got one that sticks out. What you got? Okay, so one time in the far off year of 2012. Whoa. Yeah, I know, right? So old. I am so old. I was a 21-year-old man driving a truck, leaving a party uh, with three young ladies, uh, two young ladies. Whoa. Yeah. Let's go. One of which I was semi-dating on and off for eight years. Were you making love with her? No, not in the truck. I was driving Oh, home. no, no. Okay. Uh, not with the other one watching, although that one was a weird one. She probably would watch and like it. Anyway, and I'm driving with the windows down because this truck doesn't have AC. Nice. And it's fucking hot because it's July in Florida. Yeah. Damn, it was almost, we're almost to the date. We're getting to that point. Holy shit, I didn't think wow. about this. We went to two parties that night. I went and seen my boy. May he rest in peace. Um, and then we went to another party. We picked up some mics hard, and we had a little bit of grass. Classic. So we were drinking and smoking. And then we left that party. And then we had uh, the, my former my ex, no, ex number one, the junk, the ex-junkie. Okay. Okay. Had in her purse marijuana. Some muscle relaxers. Yeah. Nice little flap. Right? Cop pulls up to my side and looks in the car. Obviously, so he can see in the car, because the window's down, that I don't have a seatbelt on. So naturally, I get pulled over. Yeah. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. You were drunk. I was drinking and smoking, and I get pulled over. And somehow, well... I don't know how the dog came out, but the dog came out and sniffs the car and smells the weed. Mm. Yeah. And some, and I, he fucking scratches on the weed. So they pull us all out and start searching the car and searching us and give me a field sobriety test. Somehow, magically, I pass the field sobriety test and the dog doesn't find the marijuana, wow. even though it's right there out in the open in the flap of the purse. Wow. I should have went to jail that night and probably had my car impounded. Yeah. But I'm walking away here telling the story and I drove home. Wow. Sober as hell at that point because I just got pulled over from the yeah. cops. Like, that's it's crazy a, how quick you get sober yeah, up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The blue, the blue and red lights, man. They'll, yeah. I remember. Snap uh, back to reality moment. And I was never in a compromising position like that ever again. I Really? Yeah. I did not drink and drive once after that. I had a, uh, I had a similar kind of deal except for I was, I was by myself and I had just got done. I think I was drinking a 40 and I just kind of threw it in the passenger seat. I was in my red Ford Ranger, old red Ford Ranger. Sorry, it's a little uh, loose, a little yeah, loosey goosey. It's okay. And it went out. Um, red Ford Ranger. And I had just thrown the 40 in the passenger seat and I was out. I, I think I was 16, 16, 15, 16. And um, for a while there, for some reason, I forget exactly why, but I had these this washer and dryer pair that I just carried in the back of the truck all the time. Uh-huh. I don't know why it Copper? would stay out in the rain. No, I wasn't selling it or anything. I think I, I needed to move out of my apartment, but yeah, yeah, I had yeah. it back there and I even got a new spot, but mm-hmm. we already had washer and dryer. I don't know why I didn't just take it out and throw it away at the dump. Yeah. It ended up fucking up, fucking up my transmission. Oh shit. Because in the red Ford Ranger, because it was just too much weight. It was a washer and dryer in the back of a two cab Ford Ranger. Yeah. 
It's kind of funny because I was driving an S10 at that point, so we were driving really? a similar vehicle. <laughs> yeah. But um, so I'm driving. It's it's probably like 10 or 11 at night, mm-hmm. and I just got done smoking a joint. I drank a 40, had it in the in the passenger floor, had mm-hmm. a gun under my seat. Oh, God. And I go through a traffic stop, bro. Ooh. And I'm freaking out. I put the joint out. I kind of throw it to the side. Didn't really care where I threw it. I just kind of threw it to the side because I was all over the place. Yeah. I uh, I lit up a cigarette because I was hoping the cigarette would cover the smell of the weed because if they find the weed, you know, smell the weed, they're going to search my car. And yep. They're going to find out I've been drinking. So I, I kind of hang the cigarette out as I'm stopping out and trying to get it in the cop's face a little bit, like the mm-hmm. smoke from the cigarette so that he doesn't smell the weed, like that makes any sense. Yeah. And uh, I remember he... I'm not sure what, you know how sometimes you get in those situations, you just kind of find your words as you find them, like your adrenaline's going, you just kind of find your words. and Almost like someone else puts them in your mouth. Almost like someone else puts them in your mouth. But this guy, it was total intuition that I should just be honest with this guy mm-hmm. and he'll let me go. Yep. And I stopped at the traffic stop and he says, have you been smoking weed tonight? And I said, yes, sir, I have been smoking weed, but I'm headed home right now and I promise you, I won't drive high again. Mm-hmm. And he says, go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Insane. It's not like there was a lot of cars behind me. Yeah. I was drunk. I was probably on pills because I was always on pills. Yep. And smoking, just got done smoking a joint. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a little warning because four years later, mm-hmm. same thing, except for it was blue moons. I had... I talk about this. <clears throat> I talk about this a lot. I don't think I've ever said it on a podcast. But I was, uh, when I got my DUI, I was 20 years old. No, 19. Yeah, so it must have been 15 to 19. Yes, sir. That's it. The famous mug. The famous mug, the benchmark at mug. <laughs> yeah, the mug shot. <laughs> the mug shot mug. Um, I was, I was driving. What was I in? I was in my, uh, I had a white Laredo Jeep. And I was I was driving, and I had eleven because I picked up a twelve pack of Blue Moons. I had eleven in the floorboard empty, and oh, I was on my shit. last one. I was headed back from Columbia, South Carolina, to Greenwood, mm-hmm. and it was four in the morning because I got off at two when I was working at FN, and I was driving back. And FN Hertzstall, yeah. Holy shit! You worked for Fabrique National? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, I worked at FN when I was from eighteen to nineteen. After this, I that was my last day. What did you do home. at FN? I made the sear holes for the uh, lower receivers. Oh, I drilled the sweet. sear holes. Yeah. Fucking sweet. For the M16s and m Do you know how to make a full auto sear then? Um, well, let's not say this out loud on the disclose. podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell me. But um, I was driving back, and it, it was around 4 o'clock in the morning, and the sun was probably going to be coming up in a in a little bit. By the way, that's only super really effective for close range. Don't fucking yeah. fire full auto at long range. No. Unless you're... Got a, some type of belt-fed armament in mm-hmm. six to nine rounds. Yeah. And uh, so I remember... I don't I, think I should have said that, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. It don't matter. Spotify. But Spotify, baby. We're headed back to... Uh, I'm headed back to uh, to Greenwood, and I'm probably 30 minutes outside of Greenwood. I was high on pills. I was drunk, and I had smoked a blunt earlier. And I remember... I had just, I, I had this guy that I used to sell Xanax to, and he lived in between, so I'd always hit him up in the mornings on, it was Friday mornings, because we did four-day work weeks, so it was Friday morning, 
And so I just left his house, and I think I got set up because I see blue light ahead, blue light, light behind, behind, blue light to the sides. Oh, yeah. You got, you got all three sides, huh? All everywhere. I was surrounded by cops, and I was hammered out of my mind. I was fucked up on Xanax. And my dumb ass, and it was like a similar situation. My mind kind of flashed to when I'd gone through that traffic stop. And mm-hmm. I told that cop, I was honest with him about one thing, and I lied mm-hmm. to him about another. I said, I will not do this again. Mm-hmm. And it was it was just bizarre, but well, the truth sets you free the first time. Truth set me free the first time, but when they pulled me out of that car, mm-hmm. I mean, I used to wear skinny jeans. I had a bag. I had. I'm such an idiot, but I I was such an idiot. I had my pocket looked like it had a a goose in it. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I had, and my dumbass had split up all this weed and all these pills. Oh, some yeah. distribution on mm-hmm. top. And then I still didn't get my shit together. But it's like if we add up all these things, I mean, it was probably another two years before I ended up getting sober. Yeah. But if we add up all of these situations back to back of the lies and the going through and all this definitely divine intervention because if you and i have such a connection with the old testament Mm -hmm. because you see this of we're going to tell you something and Mm -hmm. if you don't do it right we're going to take something away and then and it just added up added up yeah that was your first your first opportunity right yes you were supposed to never do it again and you didn't and i didn't but yeah. You got your chance at redemption in the end, right? Absolutely. And you're on 100%. this path now. December 28th will be five years since Damn. I had a drink. And longer than that since I've used an, a, a drug. Yeah. You know, a hard drug. A hard drug of any yeah. kind. Yeah. Crazy. Yep. Crazy stuff. Um, so to wrap it all, go out, become a mentor. Yes. If you're listening to this, you need to find somebody that you can help. It's impo- it, It's There's... Always somebody that needs your help. There's always somebody. It's impossible to go through life and trying to help other people Mm -hmm. and consequently fuck your life up. Yeah. And don't just help. Help at the micro level. Mm -hmm. Help somebody within your orbit. Yeah. I took my nephew to the gym today. Yep. We listened to 48 Laws of Power while we worked out. I don't know that one. You don't know 48 Laws of Power? I'm not familiar with it. Robert Greene? I'll look into it. It's great. Yeah. It's a good one. It's kind of like uh, the art of war, almost. Oh, okay. But it's like law one, law two. It's sort of uh, meditations esque. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it goes through forty-eight laws of power. Don't if you listen to that, don't put them in practice because you'll be a psychopath. Well, yeah, it's it's a type of book you listen to and assume everybody else has the knowledge. Yeah. Well, just assume that people in power are going to behave that way. Yes. Because even they know this, like the. Loathe as I am to agree with a fucking communist. Yeah. But Mao said this, and it's the truest thing he ever said. Power comes from a barrel of a gun. Yeah. Ultimate power. Mm-hmm. Corrupts, absolutely. What is it? What is, uh, you ever watch Starship Troopers? No. When you're, uh, voting, you're using power, and power comes through force, and force, my friend, is violence, the supreme authority from which all other authority derives. Wow. Mm-hmm. Daniel. Yep. I think we should end on that. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Anytime. I had to do my fifth appearance because I can't let Ryder make more appearances than me. That's right. <laughs> All right. We'll catch you next week. Yeah. Have a good go.